ready to stop spinning your wheels and start moving your business forward, you're in the right place. On each episode of Accelerate to Achieve, we'll discuss a crucial step in the journey, offering tips and advice that you can apply immediately within your own company. From financial management to customer success to digital transformation, we'll cover it all while providing leadership lessons from top industry insiders. In just 15 minutes, you'll be inspired to build momentum through action and achieve incredible results. Welcome to Accelerate to Achieve, the podcast that moves you from question to answer and idea to execution. Hello, and welcome back to the Spotlight series of the Accelerate to Achieve podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Walter, the founder of Perils Advisory. A lot of what influences us, shaping our decisions, often goes unnoticed. In fact, that which is unseen or just not remembered can have a significant impact we don't even recognize. Now, today we're joined by Leslie Holt, who's the founder and CEO of A Child's Light which is dedicated to serving children and adolescents needing mental health treatment due to experiencing sexual assault, domestic violence, or other life-altering trauma. Leslie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. So to start, could you introduce us to a child's life and why the focus on prevention is just so critical? Sure. I would love to tell you about a child's life. Um, so a child's light is a program um, that is just in Chester County for right now. And what we do is fund mental health services for children who have had, as you said, the big T's, life-changing, um, life-altering trauma, such as sexual assault, domestic violence in their homes. Um, <clears throat> losing a parent, uh, you know, things that are huge to a child. Um, and we try to keep the mission as hard as it is, because of course we would like to help every child who is struggling. And now there are so many, but we, we try to, uh, keep within the mission, uh, so that we can serve as many kids uh, as possible in Chester County. And so we, we fund them to go to private therapists who normally their fee structure would start at about $120 an hour um, and then can go up to $200 an hour. And these are, as I said, they're private, so they are not in the school with the children so these kids go off site and have the the privacy and the the discretion that I know that their parents appreciate and of course the the kids because then then they don't have to go through you know the school psychologist and other children possibly asking questions it's it's their time that is it's their special time that is devoted completely to them and to get them started uh, on their journey to healing as much as uh, that's possible, considering, you know, the, these big traumas that they've endured. So we started this program in 2019. Um, I was a former victim's advocate. I had 
child cases. I worked mainly with women and children. And I was unfortunately um, disappointed with the way children and women um, bear the brunt a lot of times um, in big dysfunctional um, trauma within families, which then, you know, if there's dysfunction in the family, it opens the door for, oh, how would we say, um, you know, uh, situations where bad things can occur. And uh, so we, we are a nonprofit for the duration. So if a child is referred to us, we don't say, okay, well, you can go to therapy for, I don't know, three, six months. We endeavor to keep a child in therapy for as long as it takes. So I'd love to talk a little bit about our experiences and, you know, how much, you know, experiences from our past, we may not even remember, can have an influence over us because I would imagine while you know, there might be some some children um, you're able to connect with immediately. Um, there are potential, you know, dangers or risks out there uh, from past experiences we don't even remember. Well, you know, that's that's interesting. I'm not um, a psychologist, but I can tell you, you do remember. You do. Um, we we like to think that children will forget unpleasant things and but but that is not in fact true they they your brain will remember unpleasant things you might be able to suppress it but it it's a memory that will be there forever it's and it part of that is is making the person who they are right and and everyone goes through um, stresses and some traumas are little traumas. And then what, what we see the children that, that are referred to us, they're the big traumas. There are people go through, uh, children go through traumas throughout their life. And so, um, although you might think that you don't remember it, maybe it was a trauma at the time you learn from it you you had a buffer, you had a support system, and you were resilient to what happened. I wonder, do you feel, is trauma misunderstood? And do we classify it potentially too narrowly? Well, you know, it, what is a trauma to me is, you know, would not be a trauma to another child. I guess when I was about eight years old, um, my father left. And so um, my sisters and I and my mom, um, you know, we we struggled. Um, and I was pretty nerdy with weird nerdy glasses. And I was made fun of. And that you would think that that would not have um, a lasting effect on an adult. But it has and it's and it has changed my perspective in, in the way that I see the world. Um, so I'd like to dive a little bit into that last point where you were talking about, you know, bringing things into the light, conversations to happen. This seems to be a pretty critical step, right? And maybe one of the first ones. Is there something that might work against this that 
might prevent these conversations from happening at times. I don't know whether it's on the individual side or just maybe the environment. This is what happens when we, societally, when we do not talk openly and honestly and remove the stigma of mental health. Everybody needs help at some point in their life, whether they get it and they're an adult and they have that choice, but everybody, everybody needs it. If we look back now on the founding of a child's life, what growth changes have there been since things started three years ago? So a child's life started two weeks before COVID kicked in big time. So it's, it's so interesting in looking back at how, yes, of course, the, the reason that, that we even started a child's life was because I, my position as um, a victim's advocate was, I was seeing how, how the agencies and institutions put into place to help children, help families, that you, you can't reach everyone. We, we all want to think that we can, right? But, but you can't. Um, so I knew that, that this was going to be a success. That's because there, there are just so many people who are, you know, walking around with these different stressors and these traumas and these childhood traumas. Um, but what we saw was that post COVID, the need, it seems like pretty much everyone, um, we're living in very uncertain times and kids, um, as we know, anyone who has children, they don't do well with uncertainty. They like boundaries. They, they, um, and they thrive, uh, when they feel as if they have hope, they have a future. And I think that COVID, I mean, I've, I've heard young people talk about how this has affected, how COVID affected their lives. And they actually said that they have lost, they feel like they have lost something in them. That's a pretty big statement for a child or an adolescent. This is not something that's going to be solved in a year. We, we will be seeing repercussions, unfortunately, of this going forward, even though, you know, kids, they are resilient, but, but there, there has to, there, there must be buffers and, and adults that they can talk to, to just help them on the, on this healing journey. So with a child's light, what we endeavor to do is to keep kids in therapy, you know, because we are talking about the big T's, um, keep children in therapy, uh, for as long as we can. And so we're not there, you know, for three months, we want to be there for the duration. And because if you, if you can show a child, right, that you go to therapy for a year, even six months, and that child has some kind of relief from that pain, they'll remember 
that memory, just like the bad memory that stays with you for your lifetime, well, that good memory will stay too. And you'll want that feeling again. And so it's our goal with a child's light is so that a child can feel that, can feel that relief. And even if they don't continue on with a child's light, they move, the parents don't want them in therapy for whatever reasons, they can, when they're able to, and they can afford it, that they'll go back into therapy again. We're getting to a place where younger generations are a lot more comfortable talking about mental health than, than I think um, previous generations are. So, I mean, that's a, that's certainly a bright spot. Leslie, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and for being very honest and frank with the conversation, because I know uh, these are things maybe not everybody wants to be faced with that they have to yeah. think about and consider. So before we go, is there anything you would like to say to those interested in learning more? Well, I would love for anyone who's interested um, to, you know, go to our website, our website, www.childslight, all one word, dot com. Um, Certainly anyone can reach out to me. You can, you can do that through um, the website. Unfortunately, this need is going to increase, but hopefully people are able to reach out and find us because we work through um, and with all the sister agencies. We get calls from them all the time with referrals and we, we are making a difference every day in some child's life. And whether you donate $20 or $5 or $5,000, we're small, but we're mighty and we're making a difference and we're saving kids' lives. And we're going to include everything Leslie has mentioned in the show notes and hope you've enjoyed this latest edition in our Spotlight series. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to joining you on the next episode. Until then, I'm Ryan Walter. And remember that solving your biggest business problems begins when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more. At Parallels Advisory, our focus is your business's future. Having the right insight, experience, and perspective makes all the difference when tackling far-reaching issues within your company. We are here to simplify the steps, unlock your potential, and move you forward making your vision a reality. We've helped startups achieve massive growth, mid-sized businesses navigate digital transformation, and enterprises embrace innovation. Wondering how to jumpstart your business and move it forward? Contact us to discuss your audacious goals during a complimentary consultation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Accelerate to Achieve. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. Got a question, feedback on the program, or interested in being a guest? Simply go to parallels.co forward slash a2a-podcast and send us a message. To learn more about our work or to book a consultation, visit us at parallels.co forward slash contact. Until next time, remember that solving your biggest business problems begin when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more.